0: Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 6 from verse 12 to verse 19. This is the calling of the disciples where Jesus calls these men and he calls them 12 and he names them apostles. There are a few things that takes place in the calling and the naming of the 12 who are then known as the apostles. Jesus went out into the hills to pray. He went out to the mountain to pray and the scripture says he prayed and continued to pray to God all night long. And only when it was day he called the disciples. There are a few things that I think are important. Where do you go to or rather how do you plan your life? And what procedures do you follow before you make or take a very drastic decision about your own life? Do you even pray about the friends that you keep? Do I pray for the mission that the Lord has given me? Now, in trying to unpack what Jesus does, Jesus takes his friends quite seriously. The relationship that he has with these men, whom he will spend more or less three years with them, is quite important. And I find it absolutely amazing that Jesus, before he chooses these men, he first has to go and consult God. And he goes to God the whole night and he is in prayer on his knees, trying to figure out his life. This is important because quite a number of us, when we choose friends, it happens by coincidence, or I rather like this person, or this person resonates within my soul. But do I pray for the people I invite into my life? Do I pray for the people that I will spend good hours with? Do I even pray for the person I am prepared to spend the rest of my life with? I'm seeing here a a, a pattern in the life of Jesus where he says, if you want to take this relationship seriously, you have to pray about it. You have to go to God and ask God, to give you the right people in order for you to fulfill your goal in life. And so Jesus goes to God and he talks to God. And now if Jesus was fully human, he would have had his own preferences. He would have had his own prejudices. He would have had his own thinking. But he says, I cannot fully rely on my own thinking I cannot fully rely on my own experiences. I need to consult with God. If this mission, which is to save humanity, is important, if this project is important, do I pray for people that I invite to be part of my mission? Now, I look at this at the background of my thinking I have God who reveals himself to Abraham. And God says to Abraham, leave your father's house and I need you to go to the land that I will show you. And Abraham leaves the land and he goes to where the Lord wants him to be. But the mistake that Abraham does is his good heart. Out of the goodness of his heart, he takes Lot with his wife with his children, with his servants. And he says to them, come with me to something greater that the Lord has in store for us. And quite a number of us, whether in our spiritual realms or in our physical realms, where God says, I want to bless you with this, and this blessing is meant for you, we bring in people that we have not prayed for. For those in business, have you prayed for your partner or you've just accepted your partner because he or she can give you the financial assistance that you need or he or she can give you the influence that you need? But have I prayed for this person? Because my dear brothers and sisters, every person that we meet brings along with themselves quite a number of baggage. But have I prayed for this person? Have I prayed for someone to join me in doing that which God wants us to do? And we know so well in the life of Abraham and Lot, it did not go well. There started to be a fight. There started to be a tension. Have I prayed for the people in my life? What about those in marriage? Have I prayed for this husband? Have I prayed for this wife? Have I prayed for these children? There are certain things that are given to us, but it doesn't mean we can no longer pray for them and over them. But the person that I'm with, I truly believe this person is a gift from God, But do I continually ask God, consult God, report to God, and ask for direction in order for me to live my life with purpose and to help this other person to live his or her life with purpose? Jesus teaches us that. That you cannot invite people into your life without praying over them. The other thing that I also find absolutely interesting having prayed all night long, and he had gone up to the mountain, he had gone up to the higher place, what does Jesus do? Does he come down to them or does he call them up to himself? That's what he does. He calls them up to himself, which is something absolutely, dramatically powerful. He is already in a high place. He is already in a place of prayer. He is already with God. And he says to them, I need you to help me to achieve this vision. And so he draws them to himself. Go back to the scriptures. When I'm lifted up, I will draw everyone to me. And that is powerful. Jesus knows who he is. Jesus is convinced by his identity and he says, I will draw you to myself. I will draw you to where I am. Come. But there's something absolutely powerful here. Jesus does not just go down there, but he needs to introduce them to God. So the people in my life, have I introduced them to God? The people I'm married to have I introduced them to God? My children, have I introduced them to God? My friends, have I introduced them to God? And that's what Jesus is reminding us. He says, I will draw them to myself so that they know me in the glory of God so that they are able to live with me in the mundane humanity. If you want me to be able to heal you, if you want me to be able to walk with you, you also have to be ready to see me when I am in God. How many of our friends know that aspect of our lives? Or has our religion become a private matter? It is something that is never discussed in our circles, it is something that is only private. Some of us are so afraid and so ashamed of talking about our faith, let alone of bringing or inviting our friends into a relationship with Jesus Christ. That discussion and that topic becomes a taboo and nobody wants us to talk about that. We choose to say, well, let's not talk about religion because religion is a point of contention. Let's keep our friendship. Jesus does not do that. Jesus says, come to me. If you want to be my friend, you better know who I am. I am the son of the living God. I belong to God. I believe in God. The last point that I also find absolutely amazing. When Jesus makes a decision, he chooses A, not B. That is something we all need to learn in life. That when I make a decision, I choose this, not that. Because, dear brothers and sisters, sometimes we suffer from the syndrome of wanting to please everyone. Of wanting to take everything we cannot. We need to make choices in our lives and we need to follow them up with decisions. Yes to this, no to that. It does not mean the others were bad. It doesn't mean the others were not worthy. But the Lord decided to take these and the others, no. And those whom he chose, those whom he called, he named them apostles. Do I have that courage to make a decision, to make a choice? This over? and against that. And may we ask the Queen of Heaven to pray with us and for us, and may Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.